the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement is always here on the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, our motto and our philosophy is save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively and invest conservatively. And... Uh, our show is all about savings and investments. It's or we're also as known as in Washington D.C. A, a Russian propaganda site. But besides that, uh, we talk about saving saving money, building up wealth in the future, and uh, and, and how it all ties into your retirement and how it ties in to to your savings. So uh, with, with that philosophy, it's coming up on the year end. Uh, it's important to start the new year out working on uh, on what uh, on on what to do uh, for for the next year. Make sure your savings rate is up to the to the correct amount. Remember, a lot of people listening, and some uh, some of you people out there, you can only change your uh, your savings once a year at the end of the year, or if they come up with a new plan, you've got to set your savings rate. And so you want to save at least 10% plus the company match, at least 10% plus the company match for retirement. And the company, typically we figure 13%. The research out there says that 13%, it will get you about the number you need to be for retirement. If you're, if you're, if you're, Behind in retirement, now is when you want to ramp up the savings. Typically, people build up most of their savings in their 50s into their 60s. That's that's when it really takes off because your savings start to grow. Uh, you're you're putting away more money. You're making more money. And uh, uh, this has been a tough year in the oil business. Uh, but so it's important to sit there and maintain your expense control and also this this savings rate. Uh, Houston, we're number four in the nation uh, in savings behind, uh, I want to say, Hartford, Connecticut, the big insurance company, San Jose, California, and San Francisco, basically tech land, uh, where, uh, you know, most of those people are much younger and really get huge incomes and don't really have any have, have families, so they don't have anything to spend it on, and so uh, they save a lot of money. But uh, so number four in the nation for for, for the fourth or fifth biggest city in the United States to be number four in savings is really pretty amazing. It really says a lot about the savings culture. Connecticut is an insurance town, so they tend to have better savings plans. Uh, as I said, California, it's a little different out there. Uh, really for us to be putting away uh, this type of, of savings, that number's about 14, 
8%, a little over 14%, is really exciting for Houston. It, it says a lot about the Texas culture of conservatism in saving money. So if you're not there yet, uh, you want to make sure you're getting up to the savings rate. Uh, you, you still have to the end of the year to put money in many plans to, to boost up some extra money if you have some savings. Uh, so, so now's the time to really take that into account, to build that up. You can, uh, we're still, you can still gift money into year end uh, for estate purposes. Uh, the number there is, is about $14,000. Uh, so there's there's real opportunities out there to do things to do your your year end financial planning. Now's the time to do it. Uh, now's the time to plan for the new year. I think we're going to have a very exciting uh, year coming up. Uh, overall, uh, for 2017, we have Donald Trump coming in. Uh, we have a kind of a re- reemergence. Uh, capitalism, the free market, is back on the table. Uh, and, and this is very exciting. We're seeing it in in, in the in the stock market. Uh, some of the numbers I saw have been pretty remarkable in here. Uh, the rally since uh, since Trump came into office has, has been pretty dramatic. It's uh, the Dow, the S and P has been up about five percent. The Dow, the Dow has been up uh, about seven point nine percent, seven point eight, almost eight percent since Donald Trump came in. Remember, the media all set it up. What was going to happen when Donald Trump was going to come in? The mark, the stock market was going to collapse, and and that literally lasted nine hours. Nine hours, and, and, and by the nine hours, that means late that night, uh, it, the market was down eight hundred points, maybe ten or ten thirty, ten o'clock at night, and then by the next morning, it had recovered everything. And uh, Ten eleven at, at night, and and so the me the media out there was telling everyone out there if Donald Trump was going to win, the market was going to collapse, and the world was going to end. We told you it wasn't. We told you it was very exciting here on the Max Out Saving Show for Donald Trump. We thought there'd be a sell off, and then that would give you your buying opportunity. We said if Hillary won, the market would go up, and then it would fall apart very quickly. Uh, Hillary didn't win. We projected Donald Trump was going to win. We were saying Donald Trump was in American Brexit back in July of this year in the Max Out Savings Report, the free report we send out to to listeners. We've been <laughs> projecting Donald Trump was going to win, uh, and we've been saying it on the show. Uh, in our Max Out Savings Report, we tried to give you both cases of Hillary won and Donald Trump won, but I really – I felt like Donald Trump was going to win because I felt like the Amer- he was connecting with the American people that had just become the forgotten man. In, in this country, I, you know, it's interesting. The forgotten man is something that goes back to the Depression. And uh, the, the great book by Amity Schles on the Depression, who we've had on our show, uh, she's written one of the best books out there on the on the Great Depression. Uh, Amity is, is a friend of the Max Out Saving Show, and she doesn't do a lot of interviews, but she came on our show and she talked about that. That really, she felt like it was a lot of the policies of of the of the of uh, Franklin Roosevelt, the socialist policies that, that were the problem. And it, it, it's really interesting. I, I saw some numbers on the, this has been the biggest rally since Herbert Hoover after an election up to this point. Uh, up to this point, I want to say uh, the Obama, the, the stock market fell 11% when Barack Obama was elected president. Now, in fairness to Barack Obama, that was at the height of the financial crisis. But this goes back to Amity's great book, The Forgotten Man, and what she said about the Depression was, look, a lot of this wasn't because the Federal Reserve 
kept interest rates too high, kept money too tight. It was because of socialist policies. I really believe we, we've, we've gone through – Barack Obama was the first president in eight years, over an eight-year t- – that never had a 3 percent growth rate GDP in the history of the United States. Now, it wasn't because Barack Obama was a bad guy. It, it wasn't because he – it was because of the policies that, that came up that he instituted in place that were more socialist, anti-business policies. And you could see a change very quickly uh, in in what's happened versus Barack Obama. The same thing, the last time the market fell, if you look at at inauguration results, uh, the the, uh, inauguration results for Barack Obama up to the uh, inauguration, the market was down 22%. Everybody thinks it was because of a financial panic and crisis, but what if he was part of that reason for that, which we have maintained on this show? Now, you say, Ted, what evidence do you have that? Well, the market went down 22.2% when Barack Obama up to the inauguration. Uh, That was one of the biggest in history, if not the biggest uh, uh, drop in history which is almost exactly even the same drop that Franklin Delano Roosevelt had during his term. Again, it's the socialist policies. Uh, the We're hearing a lot of talk about the election now, evidently the Russians. To listen to the Democrats, you know, we really should go over to Russia right now and bring Vladimir Putin in and make him president because obviously he can control the world. I've never seen such a brilliant person in my life to listen to listen to the Democrats. He basically everything that happens in Russia, he's controlling. He's he's controlled the U.S. election. He's evidently capable of, of getting the American people to dance to his tune, to listen. to the, it's, it's just unbelievable. But what where this is really coming from is the Democrats didn't lose because because Vladimir Putin shrewdly manipulated the American people. They, they didn't lose in Donald Trump won because Director Comey released the, uh, the, the letter saying they're having to reinvestigate all these ridiculous emails that Hillary put from the hacking with Hillary. They didn't win because the media favored Donald Trump. The, the Donald Trump had to wade through the, war, the, 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 the toughest anti-candidate media barrage in the history of the United States. Listeners of the Max Out Savings Show know that one week after after the Democratic Convention, we, we were, did our show. We said, today, the Washington Post ran 18 negative stories on their website against Donald Trump. There's 18 negative stories that week after the election on against Donald Trump. There was no positive stories at all. We said if if he can weather the next two weeks of this media attack as they try to take out Donald Trump, he will be the next president of the United States. And the reason Donald Trump won because Donald Trump's policies the reason Hillary Clinton ran lost was not because Hillary Clinton was a bad candidate. She was a bad candidate. But let's all be realistic as much as we favored Donald Trump. He was not a good – he was driving everybody crazy. So he was a bad candidate. Our ideas won. Republican conservative ideas won out at the end of the day with the American people. Understand that. That's the reason why we're here. And that, and this is exciting. And so you want to understand that. And these ideas have legitimacy with the American people. They resonated, most important of all, with the working people of this country. And so what we think is going to happen is, is this is going to ignite somewhat of a boom in the United States. Uh, you're going to see more manufacturing in there. Donald Trump called together the titans of technology 
uh, to a meeting. The heads of Facebook, Google, uh, Amazon, uh, Intel, uh, Palantir, Palantir. Uh, the that's 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 probably the big one of the biggest one all people need to know about them. Uh, the uh, uh, Oracle was there, and Facebook. They they all were there. Uh, IBM. Look, this group of people has has shifted off more jobs offshore than almost anybody. Most of our high technology is now manufactured in China. And, and so what he said, he brought them back and said, look, we want these jobs brought to the United States. They need to be brought to the United States for two reasons. Number one, most of all, the American people need jobs. The American people ha- have put in the time in this country. They've built this country up and they should they should be represented the working people by our government and the government should say look we want jobs for these people over the last 20 years we've done everything we can to push multinational corporations to build them up around the world they've taken massive numbers of jobs as our thank you all over the world and 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 and, and the american people have suffered and once you get outside of the washington new york corridor and the east coast L.A., in particular, San Francisco to Seattle corridor, it's been very tough for people to have jobs. It's been very hard for their kids to find jobs. Austin and Houston have really been a really bright spot, but elsewhere it's been very tough. And the second reason is is there's a real danger that China turns on us. And if all our technology is being made in China, then we have a problem. And it endangers the national security of the United States. Now, China, is their philosophy is they don't want technology produced in the United States coming into their country. This is why this is why IBM sold their 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 PC business to them. This is why Hewlett Packard sold the majority interest of their PC business to China. This is why companies are selling 51%. They're giving control of the, of the technology to China. That's unacceptable to the national security of the United States, and that's also unacceptable to the American people of the United States. That's about to change. So there's a lot of exciting things happening. But in the interim, we're going to have to go through some rapids. So so there's this great place, but we have to get there. Donald Trump is guiding us through the rapids right now, but there's going to be a lot of, of pushback, a lot of back and forth all over the place in order to get there. And that's going to buffet your retirement plan and your retirement savings. And so this is what what, what I want you to understand. Uh, this week we saw the Chinese capture a, uh, a, a submarine drone, which is just a little uh, they were they were doing some work over there. The Chinese grabbed the drone right in front of the American vessel that was retrieving it. Obviously, they they're, they're, they've captured it, and uh, they're going to go through it and try to steal the technology. Nobody is better in the world at stealing American technology than the Chinese. The only comparison is is when Rome sacked Carthage on technology basis, and that's is in you have to stand up to these people. And it's going to be a little rough, but it's going to be better for the American people. We'll be right back after this quick break. If you got a question or comment, seven one three 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 nine ten seventy here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioca is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioca will return after these messages. 
This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. If, by the way, if you're not on the free Max Out Savings Report uh, list, get on there. Go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. What is the Max Out Savings Report? It's a free list on retirement planning, on saving, on investments. We talk a lot about what we talk about on the show. We give you charts. We give you pictures. Uh, we, I run a barbell approach. I take very complex issues and make them simple to you. And then I also have simple ideas for saving money as well. Uh, we have everybody from, from uh, retirees, from 95-year-old retirees up to – we've had uh, chief strategists at Wall Street firms getting our reports. So it, it, there's a lot of good stuff in the report, and it's a free report, which, which is nice. Uh, and so just go to the website – MaxOutSavings.com. If you, need, if you need some help with your retirement, you can also go there and sign up for an appointment with me here at MaxOutSavings.com. We're here in Houston, Texas. This is a local show. We're not some national franchise uh, running uh, radio shows all over the country. This is a local show. We've been on for over 10 years. And it is a live show. Uh, you can also give us a call at 713-339-1070, and I'll be happy to answer your questions as, as well. I wanted to touch base on, on something uh, I, I came across uh, on some of our clients from time to time. We'll get clients come in and they'll have an account. Uh, typically, it's a checking account or something, and they want to put their their uh, one of the kids on the accounts to help them out with managing the money. Uh, and uh, so they'll they'll get a, a joint uh, tenants account and. Uh, which which just means that that there's another person on the account, and these accounts at at death will transfer to that person, and and that's a good idea. So they can they can help write checks if 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 if, if the parent can't write a check or 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 she's in the hospital or he or they're in the hospital that the other person the the other person in the account can write some checks for them. It's not a bad idea. It's a good estate planning tool. Uh, a couple downsides on this you have to understand is. If you've got a joint account and you put stocks in there, you lose part. You could lose part of your step-up basis. So understand that. I mean, sometimes you got to be careful on this type of stuff. Is sometimes you'll, you'll they'll put it on a stock account with, with with a checking account. Particularly these big firms, they all want they all want the checking account attached to the to the brokerage account. Uh, all these <laughs> a lot of the big firms really push this as part of cross selling. Hey, if you're gonna have an account, you've got a a, a million dollars with us in your stock account. Why don't you put a checking account on that? And these big firms really pressure their 
their brokers to put checking onto these accounts. And, and so, and, and so sometimes what'll happen is, is they'll go, look, uh, I'm having trouble. Uh, you know, I've got to go to the hospital next week. I'm going to put, uh, Johnny, my son, Johnny on the account and, uh, to, to make sure that everything's taken care of. Well, you have to be real careful if, because if something were to happen to you, yeah, that could change your step-up basis, which means you lose the step-up. So if you have a bunch of Exxon stock that, that you've owned for 30 years and, and the cost basis is ten, dollars $10, $10 a share, you just transferred half of, the, of that Exxon stock to the person you put on the account if you were to pass away, and you've lost the step-up basis on that. And this is often something not well looked at. Uh, the other thing that can happen is is that can be, uh, oh, I'm going into the hospital. Let's put this. Uh, I'm going to put your name in the account. So if there's any problems, you can pay bills. Well, if it's if it's a half a million million dollar account, if you've got uh, another two or three kids on in your family, and you put one, you know Johnny on the account, and all of a sudden something happens to you, you could disinherit the other kids and not even realize what you did if you've mistitled the account wrong. And, and so so. A couple things, just the, the thing I want you to understand on this is if you're going to do something like this, do it on the checking account. Uh, make sure that 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 it it takes into account your estate. Uh, it, it's one thing if it's a four or $5,000 account. It's another thing if you've accidentally done this to your million-dollar uh, stock account and, and you do this and you suddenly disinherit the rest of the kids or you suddenly lose a very, very valuable uh, step-up cost basis. One of the most valuable things in an estate, and a lot of people forget this, is one the most valuable thing is the step-up basis, which means if you've got your Exxon stock you, and your kids inherit it, you bought the stock at eight bucks. They inherited it's ninety something dollars today. They get their new cost basis is ninety dollars, which means they pay no taxes on it, which is huge. Your house, if 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 you know if they inherit the house and you bought the house for fifty thousand dollars and the house is worth three hundred thousand dollars, when they go to sell the house, their cost basis is. $300,000. So understand when you're doing estate planning the importance of of the of the step up basis uh, uh in inheritance. It's it's one of the you you've got your your exemptions uh of 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 over 5 million dollars per person but but what's even more value particular people under that level is the, is the step up basis so understand a step up basis and make sure you don't do anything to mess up your your step up basis if you're going to gift things to people gift them the low cost the high the high cost basis stocks because those they'll transfer they they will take take your cost basis then uh, if you gift them your low cost stuff, then you've step they lose the step up basis. Something to think about for retirement. Now, uh, if you got any questions, we're live here seven one three 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 nine ten seventy here on the Max Out Savings Show. That's seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. Talked about some with Donald Trump's coming in. Market's going up very nicely. A market's up uh, seven uh, seven point nine percent. Uh, was it seven point eight percent? Almost eight percent on the Dow. About five percent for the S and P since Donald Trump came in. It's not been a pretty picture in the in the, in the the bond market. Uh, the ten year has gone from about one point four something percent four three up to uh, up to two point six percent. A huge jump up in in interest rates across the board. Uh, 
And uh, uh, we, we, we've seen uh, some of the uh, longer-term bonds like the TLT has gone from about 139, 140 this year down into 117, 118, a huge drop in, in uh, long-term bonds. Uh, so uh, emerging market stocks have sold off since the Trump campaign. Why is that? The dollar has gone up. The dollar has gone up dramatically. Uh, if you look at the, at the Chinese market uh, – the 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 Chinese currency is down about almost eight percent year to date. The dollar has surged just this week. It was up almost two percent when Janet Yellen came in. And these are there's a, behind the scenes a lot of things are turning against this market right now. Uh, the positive thing is Donald Trump is coming in there. He's reinstituting the free market capitalist system in the United States. He's going to be more business friendly, lower taxes lower regulation. The trade-off is, if you're going to get this, we want to see the jobs coming back into the United States, and he's going to pay attention to that. He's calling these executives on the proverbial carpet saying, look, we're going to give you lower interest rates. I mean, uh, we're, well, we're going to give you lower tax rates, something y'all have all complained about. We have the second highest tax rates in the world. We're going to dramatically cut regulation. This is going to be very good for you. It's going to be very good for your business. But what about jobs? What about the American people? Look what's happened to them. Why aren't they getting jobs? We want to see – and so you're seeing these executives come out and saying, look, we're going to hire more people. We're going to – you're going to see more of that type of thing come out there. That is all very bullish for stocks. That's very bullish for the market. That's very bullish for the American economy. I think we could see some good growth. This is exciting. Now, a couple of the negatives out there uh, – uh, basically, there, there, there's there's four big negatives approaching that that we have to be careful of right here. Number one is, uh, really, interest rates are going up across the board. Interest rates are going up. Listeners of the show know that interest rates bottomed in July of this year. We've been talking about rates are going to go up. We've tried to to scale back some of our long term governments about a month and a, about two months ago. Rates have gone from about one point three four percent to two point six percent. They've doubled, almost doubled in the last six months, which is a huge move up in interest rates. Uh, mortgage rates are now over 4% <laughs> for long-term mortgage rates. Uh, that's going to slow down the economy some. That's also going to slow down pricing. On, on the, it makes stocks more expensive because they use a, 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 the 10-year kind of a dividend discount compared to the 10-year. And the other thing uh, – so that that's an it. The other thing is this week, Janet Yellen came across. She was very much more hawkish than she's been in the past. Uh, a couple things that that she that she really mentioned in here was. Well, let's take a call here from Tom to seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. Hello, Tom. Hey, Ted. You know, you you brought up how Houston's number four in the uh, country on uh, savings. Uh, the other spot that Houston is at really high is on charitable giving. Houston's a very giving city. And this time of year especially, we get a lot of people calling up and wanting uh, donations for things. And I encourage everybody to get onto the Cherry Navigator site and investigate the charities before they give to them. Uh, many of the uh, – some of the police organizations and fire organizations that are uh, requesting money now for people have an, up to an 80 percent uh, fundraising rate, which means when you give a dollar to them – 80 cents on that dollar goes to the fundraising cost, which leaves very little for administration and for the actual giving to the 
cause of the charity. So I encourage everybody to watch where their money goes when they are giving. Yeah, that's no, that, that's actually a good point. And it's Charity Navigator, uh, and you can check out and see how much of the giving is actually going to the charities. That's a good call. Thank you, Tom. It's really going to the charities and how much is going to the to the actual uh, victims that need the help or, or the group you want to help out. Uh, th- this time of year, the other thing you want to do is you really want to do take – do charitable plan for the next year how much money you're going to give. I tell you what, this is particularly the case for people that have a lot of money, where where they they they, they get a lot of calls from people and, and and they get a lot of demand for for help on charities. What you do is you set a, a budget for your charity and you, you, for your charitable giving, and you uh, you know you you, you do the, the the charities that are close to you, like your church and things first, and then you put some money aside for other things, and you decide how much you're going to donate from the year, and you can deviate to some ex, some extent on that, or if some major event comes up, but but try to stick to that, and then go through the something like a charity navigator, something else, and, and take a look and see how much money is actually going to the. To the to the actual cause you're giving, uh, it coming in. The other thing you can do on charitable giving at year end, you can still take money if you're over seventy and a half. Take it out of your IRA uh, directly and have the uh, have the firm. We use TD Ameritrade to hold our assets. You can instruct TD Ameritrade to take the money out of your IRA payable to the charity. It goes right to the charity. It, it counts as your RMD, but at the same time, it doesn't go on your income. So it, 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 it doesn't kick you into some of the higher brackets that could negate some of the stuff like Social Security and other things as well. So if it's a bigger amount of money that you want to give, sometimes take a look at taking it out of your directly out of your IRA uh, through, our, uh, through charitable giving. and you Talk to your advisor on that, and they can help you out on that. Uh, but uh, yeah, it is it coming up on the holidays? The Janet Yellen. So she came up. This is the second time we've raised rates in the last. Uh, I want to say uh, ten years. It's, I think it's thirteen years since they've raised rates. It's uh, two thousand six. With yeah, ten years, about a decade. First time in a de- second time in a decade they've raised interest rates, and she came out much more hawkish than a lot of people anticipated. Uh, a couple thoughts we wrote down. Uh, she she came out and she said, look, we're raising rates today a quarter of a point, moving our Fed funds rate up, uh, which is really going to help out savers. It's going to help out money funds. It's a big deal. They had rates close to zero, and it's been a disaster for savings. This has been a nightmare for savers and retirees in this country because of the Federal Reserve. They're changing that. They're doing it for a couple things. The economy is getting better. The unemployment rate's at 4.6%, and to be at zero interest rates if you're a central bank is complete insanity. Uh, Basically, they were trying to keep rates low for the election. Uh, Donald Trump has made it really clear he believes rates are too low. Uh, A lot of the guys I I know in the the Congress, uh, a lot of the the Trump people, they believe we should be on a – on a kind of a something like a Taylor rule, a rules-based Federal Reserve, which means you take into account GDP growth, interest rate, uh, the GDP growth, employment, and inflation, and set a number, and, and you get and, and the number is closer to about one point seven percent. We've got about one point six five point seven percent right now, so we're about one percent too low, and so she's under pressure because of that. Uh, she also said they're going to raise three interest rates next year, three times is the expected thing. She also asked about stimulus, and she said she didn't think stimulus was needed right now, which is 
fascinating because the Federal Reserve has been pounding the table for fiscal stimulus for the last eight years under Barack Obama. And then the minute Barack Obama's gone and Donald Trump wants to do it, all of a sudden they claim we don't need it. Uh, so I don't, I don't, I mean, which is it? And and the other thing she 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 came out with is was she really looking at her numbers? What the Fed has, they kind of release. What look? This is what we're expecting for growth. This is what we're expecting for GDP. What we're expecting for inflation. For the last eight years, the Federal Reserve at the begin at the at the beginning of the year to the end of the year has completely missed growth and they've had to take down their growth targets every single year for eight years. And they've been overly optimistic on growth and they've been completely wrong. This year, they're expecting 2.14% growth in 2017, 2% in 2018 and 1.9%, 1.7% in 2000. 19, they're expecting a recession then, I guess. Now, they've been unable to predict this economy at all. This is the interesting thing. They're also, for inflation, projecting 1.9% for 2017. We're already over that in 2% in 2018. I think they're low on their numbers this year. I think they suspect they're low on their numbers. And so they adopted a much more hawkish approach. I think they're very worried that this thing could get away from them on the upside where growth really takes off under Donald Trump. They are way behind the curve and in severe trouble. And this is what they're trying to, they they really have rates, had rates too low. And if we go into a recession and and you're at 0.65% on the Fed funds, you have nowhere to cut rates to try to boost the economy and you're really in trouble. This is what's known as being behind the curve. The Fed is behind the curve. They haven't raised interest rates like they should have two years ago, a year ago, two years ago. And now the economy is starting to accelerate on with excitement about Donald Trump. We have a 4.6% unemployment rate and we got problems out there. So the takeaway I want you all to take away from is much more hawkish Fed governor than people think. Uh, number two, interest rates are going up. Number three, China. And, the, and then the, the fourth one is oil. China is coming up. China is really upset with Donald Trump. Donald Trump called the, 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 the president of Taiwan or took a phone call from him. And a friend of mine in, that worked in the State Department told me, Ted, these diplomats are trained in, in Taiwan to rebuff all potential calls from – Taiwan is always trying to talk to the president, talk to certain people to try to get in and boost their standing with the U.S. They're trained not to do it. Donald Trump broke the protocol because he wants to set an example that we're going to get tough with China. That's going to cause problems. We're going to talk about it after the break. If you've got a question or comment, 713-339-1070 here in the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Saving Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. 
Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka. We're talking savings and investments in your retirement. If you're not on the web, if you're not on the Max Out Savings Report list or need some help with your retirement, go to the website maxoutsavings.com. I think we can help you out there. Max Out Savings Advisors is a local company. You can sign up for the free newsletter. Now, let's take a call from Jeffrey to 713-339-1070. Hello, Jeffrey. Hello. Um, I was uh, wondering what your thoughts are on uh, precious metals and precious metal stocks. They've taken a, a dip here recently, and I was just wondering what your uh, thoughts are on that. Well, you know, that, that's a good question, Jeffrey. Looking at uh, gold is down here, and it, it, it's been selling off. It's still up year-to-date. Uh, silver's up year-to-date pretty nicely, too. I think these 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 precious metals are in the process of bottoming. Some of the technical people I'm, I'm reading think are looking for a bottom in precious metals in here somewhere. Uh, the uh, we, We've had James Richters on our show here a couple of weeks back. He wrote uh, Currency Wars and the Road to Ruin, uh, uh, really one of the more brilliant people that really understands financial systems out there and the complexity of them. Uh, he was in the middle of the long-term credit uh, disaster and, and and help set up the rescue for that. Uh, so he understand he's very bullish on gold. I think gold is in the process of bottoming sometime between now and the next month. Uh, it's being hurt by a higher dollar and higher interest rates. The bullish case for the do- for the gold is although rates are going up, we're seeing a tremendous amount of currency turmoil in the world. And I tell you, over the longer term, something that is extremely bullish for gold that people are missing is that you're starting to see. Countries around the world are calling in their currency. India did it uh, about a month back, and, and what they did is they called all their large notes, which were like the 500,000 rupee notes, which is literally 750 in, in like $15. But uh, for, for new, and they want to exchange them for new notes, and they want people to put the cash in the bank. And so people are panicking over there, and there's a massive shortage of, of currency because the ATMs don't work. And so gold prices in India are, are shooting through the roof for, to hold precious metals. 
Australia is calling in some of their large note currencies as well. Uh, I want to say that either the $100 or $500 note, and and there's this war on currency. It's emanated out of Harvard University in Davos, but these guys are serious, and when this first came out, people thought they were nuts. This is a long-winded answer, but so people that are going to have big holdings of cash, and there's a lot of people out there, are going to start converting the cash to gold because the cash can be called in, but the gold cannot. And so in the future, gold will be the fu- the last remaining cash asset that, that, that will be fungible, that, that cannot be traced, and that cannot be called in, and that's going to make it very valuable over time. But shorter – now, this is, this is looking a year to five years out. Okay, shorter term, uh, the, the, the tremendous currency volatility and in, in the, in the, in what, what we're looking at is a possible capital flight collapse out of China is going to be bullish for gold. I'd probably be a buyer of gold in here and, uh, into year end. All right, well, thank you. Okay, thanks. Good question on gold. Uh, we hold some gold stocks in our portfolios and some ETFs as well. Uh, we're holding them. We're, we're up on, on most of them. We're up on, uh, down on one of the gold stocks, but uh, they've been tough. But that's why I, I think it's, it's going to be – if you've got any questions, 713-339-1070. What's worked really big in this market has been the financials, has been the industrials, and uh, those have really been the big winners. Uh, looking at the uh, at the at the ETF inflows, uh, it's really been materials, financials, energy, industrials. That that's where all the money has gone into, has poured into, and, and those stocks are actually up. We made some investments in the drug sector last week because they've gone down for nearly eighteen months over uh, in a row, not a row, but. It's an 18-month downtrend. I think you got to start going into some of the laggards here. We lightened up a little bit on the financials this week. Uh, we, we still hold, hold are holding most of our position, but I, just the prices have gotten so high. I felt, I felt we had to kind of pull back on some in, in that sector. Uh, I, I think I, th- I want to say it's 52% of this move has really been financials of this move so far uh, in, in, since Trump came into office. It's really been a huge financial move. And I think that that uh, that run is kind of coming to an end for now. Over the next two years, I think it's pretty bullish for the financials. Uh, a couple reasons. You're going to see deregulation. You're going to get rid of Dodd-Frank. They're going to get rid of fiduciary rule. Uh, it's between 50 – people don't realize this, but between 50 and $100 billion in fines, uh, restitution, legal fees, and uh, government settlements from the financials since the financial crisis. That's all going to come to an end, which is going to go to their bottom line. They're going to be able to start paying out more dividends. And, and most important of all, a steeper yield curve. As, in, as long-term rates go up, they can lend money longer-term while they're borrowing shorter-term, and, and that's much more profitable for the banks, so their profitability is going up. So a lot of good news for the financials. The only problem is it's priced in right now. The uh, t- Talking about some of the – it's looking really good for the future under Donald Trump. Some, some, of, the, uh, some of the waves out there are some of the rapids coming up. Some that you've got to be real careful of. Interest rates are surging up. The Federal Reserve is getting much more hawkish. There's not been any correlation that's been more correct on calling the market than the Federal Reserve uh, injecting money in and taking money out. And remember, during Janet Yellen's press conference, she talked about starting to to to, to wind down their balance sheet, which they've got trillions of dollars of U.S. government debt. In it. Instead of they roll it over, they start just letting it wind down. Uh, that's taking money out of the system. So – 
the number one the number one correlation in the last ten years or last eight years in the stock market has been the Federal Reserve, and that's now going negative. So you got to be careful there. And then. Oil prices are going up. Uh, oil is up about 24% year-to-date, or 21%. Gasoline's up 24%. That's inflationary, so we're starting to see inflation come back. Uh, we've been talking about this for a number of months to start preparing for inflation in the future. It's not happening right away, but you're starting to see inflation come up. The negative comparisons on oil and a lot of other things are now coming, now falling away, and you're going to see a surge up in inflation. And, and really, the final negative is is China. China this week we talked about they captured the drone in an act of piracy. Uh, the, the the very provocative, very in your face type of stuff. They're very nervous about what's going to happen here. Donald Trump took a call from the president of Taiwan. We have a four hundred billion dollar negative trade deficit with China. They're they're we're losing millions of jobs to China. China underpays their workers. China has no pollution laws in place. I, I just looking at a story on today on Yahoo where the pollution got so bad in China this week, they had to shut down factories and issue an alert. You get, it looks like you're in a fog, and it's the pollution in China is horrific all across the board. We, we've done shows where we talked about tens of millions of acres have been polluted by toxic metals so they can't even grow anything in the fields. Uh, the air pollution is so bad it shows up in California. It, it, and, and so China... China has taken advantage of of low pollution, no safety laws, no pollution laws, uh, predatory uh, mercantilism, stealing technology to take our jobs. We're going to have to stand up to the Chinese. That's going to be rough. China's going to push back. We're going to push back. They're going to sell off the yuan to try to panic the U.S. Uh, There's going to be – and you're going to see – you're going to see – Somewhere in here, this is going to start biting on the stock market. This is going to be this is going to be a very tough negotiation to stand up to China. We're going to have to force more of their of their uh, industries open to American companies, and we're going to have to limit what they can do in the United States. And that's not going to be an easy task. We bought a drug stock the other day. I saw a map. They had all their all their operations all over the world. They they had they had a plant and facility in Iceland. They had nothing in China because you can't get into China. Yeah, and, and so this is this is kind of what we're looking at here. You know, this is going to be a pushback. And so understand, this is not going to be a smooth trip. Ronald Reagan took office, ignited the biggest bull market in history. The stock market went it went up into April, went down twenty percent after that. So there, and it, I believe it's going to happen quicker over here. I I, I think the the the, the sell offs going to be much quicker because things are moving much quicker uh, than things in the past. So I think you really have to have your guard up. By the way, coming up at the end of the show, if you want to get in for a quick question or comment, seven one three 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 nine ten seventy here in the Max Out Saving Show seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. So expect. Problems from China, expect a much more hawkish Fed, expect interest rates. If interest rates are at 2.6%, they hit 2.6%. The number I'm – our analysis and the number I'm hearing from other people too says 2.75 to 3% to mar- is going to market's going to run into real headway and real problems if the 10 year gets up to that. It's pretty, it's, that's 15 basis points away. That's pretty darn close. And so that's starting to have a real negative effect in the market. One of the things, interesting things about this market is it surged up under Donald Trump, the biggest surge pre, uh, post-election surge 
in history, but the market wasn't cheap beforehand. It really didn't have a massive sell-off. Oh, my God, Donald Trump was going to come in. Because remember, everybody assured us there was no possible path to 270 votes, for, or it was a very narrow path. It sounded like climbing Mount Everest. No, it wasn't Mount Everest. It was K2, which is even worse, to get to the presidency for Donald Trump, yet somehow he scaled the peak. The market didn't anticipate this, and so it was up there anyway, and it surged higher. So it's an expensive market. And so with your retirement, understand it's not all blue skies ahead. There's going to be a lot of storms and some pretty tough squalls coming up, and you really are going to have to have your guard up. You want to pull your long, your investments from long-term bonds to shorter-term bonds. You want to start making that transition. You want to start preparing for inflation. You want to start preparing for a potential Donald Trump bull market and boom. But to get there, there's going to be some real negative, negative uh, things coming up. So uh, the uh, by the way, number is 713-339-1070. Uh, so and that's what we're dealing with. So you're seeing the shift. So what you want to you want to start making the shift into those areas, shorter term bonds. Uh, what what look at what businesses are going to do well over the long term. We we picked up some stuff in the, in the drug sector. Look, Donald Trump is going to get tough with drugs. He's probably going to let let the the uh, let the uh, government agencies negotiate with the drug companies, and so that's going to be a negative, and that's why they've sold off. But the positive is the population is rapidly aging in the United States. One of the trade-offs Donald Trump is going to do is, look, we're not going to accept these 7% a year growth you know, increases in your drugs all over the place anymore. You're costing the American people money. The trade-off is you're going to have less regulation. We're going to cut your taxes. And if you do have a new drug, we're going to try to speed it up through the FDA so you can get it through to lower your – to lower your research and development costs. So a lot of it, really exciting things happening, really good, really good picks in many of these positions. To, to, he's getting can-do people up there. I tell you what, people talk about how Donald Trump is incompetent. We can't vote for him. Look, my dog Rover could get up there as president and run the country with the, with the cabinet that Donald Trump is putting in place. These people are can-do people. You give them some general direction, they're going to sit there and take it and get the job done. It's Donald Trump's not going to be – he's not a – people are right about Donald Trump. He's not a micromanager type of guy. He, he sort of – comes up with a general frame for him, tells these people and gets really good people and go and do it. I, I don't know if you remember Jimmy Carter, who, you know, people make fun of Jimmy Carter. I always liked Jimmy Carter. I didn't agree with his policies, but Jimmy Carter worked himself into the ground trying to micromanage everything in government and, and do everything himself. And you, it just overwhelms you. Donald Trump has very shrewdly changed the game and the presidency to get – instead of getting a, a, a group of government bureaucrats in there to kind of shift the ship a little bit, he got he gets people in there that can change the world and puts them in. He didn't get one guy that can change the world. He got – he's getting tens of guys that can change the world. It, that's exciting. You know, Peter Thiel, one of his chief technology guy, one of his this, – this guy – was one of the inventors of PayPal. He's one of the first investors in Facebook, and then he's one of the biggest investors in Palantir, which is the biggest data mining company out there. It's no mistake that Peter Thiel came up and backed Trump and did a phenomenal essay on why you should support Donald Trump two weeks before the election. He had the big data telling him Trump was going to win. No one else understood it. He did. He's getting brilliant people in, in, in government, which is exciting and is going to change the thing. But 
understand we've had a big move in the market. The Chinese are mad. The Fed's tightening. In, in, interest rates are going up. Inflation's going up. Energy's going up. And you're going to see a lot of changes. And when you get a transition, it's always very rocky. So I want you to understand that. And you want, you've got to have your guard up in this market. If you need some help, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. And uh, sign up for a free newsletter. We do a lot of writing about this. I promised everyone I'm going to get this newsletter finished up this week and get it out. Uh, and we're going to have another one coming out after that about our outlook for the new year. A lot of, we, I tell you what, so every once in a while we come up with some phenomenal stuff in there. We've got a lot of changes coming up in rules and regulations. We try to cover them in the report. It's a free report. If you need help with your retirement, if you're coming up in retirement or have an old 401k you'd like to manage, that's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. We're value investors in the stock and bond market. You have to have a risk plan in place to protect your assets. Most people don't, and this is going to be a tough market here in the future, and you better have your guard up. So if you need some help, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. I hope everyone has a great weekend. And remember our motto, it's to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth. See you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070. The answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.